0: Welcome to the Command Center podcast. I'm Julie Donaldson. New assistant head coach, offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy had his first press conference as a commander earlier this morning. Washington's new play caller met with members of the media to discuss his role and what he brings to the table. Former Washington players Logan Paulson and Fred Smoot shared their takeaways from the presser and how they see Biennemi impacting the commander's offense. Eric Biennemi certainly commands the room and you were kind of hanging on every single word that he was saying, Fred. Uh, It it shows that things will be different.
1: Yeah, not only different, more exciting. He said I want a couple of things from my offense. I want them to be fast unpredictable and we're going to have fun doing it. That also tells me that he's going to make sure everybody knows the plan of attack and then they attack. And you got to love that as an offensive player. Like I love it and I'm a defensive player. For a long time the one weakness is why do we run the plays? You run the plays and are we connecting the plays? I think we got something here and if you're a part of this fan base, you got to be feeling good right about now.
0: Both of you have familiarity with him playing Mm -hmm. against them with them on underneath them, you know, um, it goes back. But Logan, what would you say the biggest thing is that you kind of learned for what he's going to bring to Washington?
1: Yeah, I think the thing that's most exciting, and it came across in the press conference too, is like uh, the way he commands the room and his attention to detail. Like he mentioned that in the presser. Mm-hmm. You see that in how that Kansas City office executed, been watching a lot of Kansas City film. Mm-hmm. They are very detail oriented in what they do and I think that's something that was maybe lacking or could have been improved on over the last couple seasons. So can't wait to get that here because a mm-hmm. detailed offense is a dangerous offense and really excited that he's going to bring that mentality You, here. you brought that up. I actually had the pleasure of practicing against him for a whole entire year when i was in minnesota and the one thing he knew about me i don't like to give up fade routes so he started running comebacks at me all right so dean i said coach why you running these comebacks and he said because you play too high so he will adjust mm-hmm. i've had time to go to war with him i know where his mind frame is and i know how he thinks and that's attack 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 mm-hmm. and that's what you want on offense yeah.
0: you know if i was a player sitting in that front row i would say mm-hmm. okay the biggest message came is that he wants to know who i am as a player as an individual and then how to put me in the best situation to yeah. succeed mm-hmm. but he says he's really big on accountability and when you're too comfortable that can lead to trouble which is why he took this job logan
1: yeah i mean i think that's you know like fred and i were talking about this this is not a perfect job by any stretch mm-hmm. of the imagination but it's mm-hmm. an opportunity for him to kind of prove it right mm-hmm. get to know these players emphasize these skill sets and i think that's exciting that's an exciting opportunity for a guy who wants to challenge himself and make mm-hmm. himself better
0: fred look he, he mm-hmm. he's he said he's yeah. been quite busy over the last few yeah, weeks reasonably I mean, so great all kind of things <laughs> yeah but when it does come to evaluating now his offense what's the first
1: step Uh, the first step is saying you know what I have all these guys on the outside we need to get the inside together we need the guys that smell like bacon when I go to the grocery (laughs) store I go to the bacon section first all right you know why because I need that defense and you look at the Super Bowl contenders it was the number one and number two offense and defensive lines all right if you want to eat in this league you've got to push people around stores with the big guys
0: Starts from the inside out, uh, and he was very clear to say that you have to be able to protect the quarterback. He yeah. doesn't want his quarterback to be hit. As a player, he didn't want that. As a coach, he doesn't want that. So, look, the evaluations will begin soon enough, but let's give him a little chance to catch your breath. Patience. patient. Be patient. Plus, I sat down with the to discuss his move to Washington and the commander's young offensive weapons. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. First impression so far of what is going to be your new home and your new family? Because you've already had the opportunity to meet some of your players, evaluate some of the staff, now the media.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, very impressed. Obviously, I've known Coach Rivera for a number of years. He's a great man, a man of integrity. He's an outstanding leader of men. And uh, I'm just grateful to have this opportunity working with him. And then having an opportunity to get to know Martin Mayhew mm-hmm. you know, over the years and Stokes over the years. And then... Jason Wright, he's from the same neck of the woods that I grew up in in Southern California. And then Marty Herney, a lot of people don't know this, Marty Herney was on that staff. I think that he was the director of player personnel at the time when I was drafted by the San Diego Chargers. So our relationship goes back to 1991. So it feels good being in an environment with people that you know, but also good people who are professional men that understand what it takes to build a winner.
0: You know, when head coach Ron Rivera first started this, he wanted something different to help mm-hmm. run this offense because there's so much talent. Uh, and I know we don't like to talk too much okay. about potential, but there's a lot of no. potential there. Now, we your success is very well documented. I know you're not wearing your Super Bowl okay. rings right now <laughs> flashing them, um, but you have every right to stand proud of the accomplishments you have. What makes you, though, the right guy for this job here in DC?
2: Well, what makes me the right guy is the leadership that I'm going to bring. On top of that holding guys to the highest standard getting them to understand the importance of being accountable i think that goes a very long way uh on top of that just understanding what consistent and disciplined behavior is and you got to be willing to work at it every single day and then willing to sacrifice and when i mean sacrifice it ain't necessarily giving up something is what are you willing to do make the next man better. And so once you start building that and start getting guys to understand the importance of those terms and they start living it, now you have an opportunity to be as successful as you want, because a part of that is making sure you're building a cohesive unit. And if you get a cohesive unit that believe in each other and play for each other, mm-hmm. those guys, are, they'll go out and be great because the talent is here.
0: Everybody wants to know what kind of system you'll run. And you've worked with a lot of different quarterbacks, as has Andy Reid, to where maybe the system isn't necessarily always the exact same. Mm-hmm. You look at the talent you have here. Like, what is going to be different? What can we expect from the system and the plays you will call?
2: Well, I, I think more than anything is just utilizing the guys and allowing them to be themselves, because you always want their personalities to show. But just putting them in the best situation so they can be the best player that they can be to give us the great, you know, a, a great deal of success. So it's. It's a system, just like everybody else's. We're going to run it, we're going to throw it. But when it's all said and done, with, we're going to be flexible and creative with it. And we're going to allow these guys to let their personality show and be the very best of who they need to be.
0: Kansas City, you had Patrick Mahomes. Um, and a great situation right there and a lot of success, with probably much more still to come. Their time's not done yet. No, not at all. I, everybody was sitting here for years saying, you need to be a head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and then your resume would speak for that. So why leave Kansas City now and for here?
2: It's been a, an amazing ride. I've been there for 10 years. Uh, not everybody can say it's been in one place for 10 years. And throughout that 10 years, we've had a great deal of success. Uh, my last five years there, as the office coordinator, we went five AFC championship games with the three Super Bowls. We won two. Okay, so. Just like I said in my press conference, comfort can become the enemy of progress. And sometimes you just want to do something new. And it's about embracing the challenge. I've never ran away from a challenge.
0: So what is the challenge here then?
2: The challenge is getting these guys to believe in who they are and getting these guys to understand that if you want something bad enough, you got to be willing to work at it every single day, invest in it, Mm -hmm. invest in each other but also making sure that you can stay focused on the, on the prize. And that's a hard task. It's a very challenging task.
0: A lot of it starts with the quarterback. As we've seen, we've heard, this team has not had a lot of stability. Mm-hmm. Um, still trying to really find that number one QB, um, be it a veteran that they potentially bring in, or Sam Howell yeah. coming in here. And I know Coach Rivera has been quick to say they're going to give every, him every opportunity to be that guy. Mm-hmm. From what you know of quarterbacks and even Pat Mahomes, you know, his little raw come coming, had to like learn, develop, and grow into right. being who we know him as today. Mm-hmm. What do you see in Howell, and what is it you want out of him to where he could be that guy to lead this team?
2: Well, first of all, you see a guy who can make a number of throws. We had an opportunity to evaluate him coming out. Uh, when he came out of North Carolina, uh, on top of that, I had a— bunch of insider information (laughs) with people who coaches and work at the university of north carolina so i feel like i know the kid but uh the kid just has something about him. but you always want to create competition to bring the very best out of uh each player so do i think sam has an opportunity to be the number one guy yes he does but you want to create a competitive environment so nobody's taking anything for granted because when it's all said and done with we want to make sure that our guys are being at their best when their best is needed
0: We'll see what he has to offer during the off season and that's when you can really get into the evaluations to see what this team kind of needs to be successful. Mm -hmm. Um, but you're already a little familiar with the running backs, the receivers, the offensive line, um, being a running back yourself. Do you fall to the mentality of run first?
2: (laughs) I'll say this. We're gonna do whatever it takes (laughs) to win. And when it's all said and done, we're gonna play complimentary football. We want our guys to not fall into the, the idea that, hey, we have to do this. Mm-hmm. No, we gotta do whatever it takes to win. That's the most important thing. So yes, we will run it, and yes, we will throw it. But when it's all said and done, we're gonna do whatever is needed to help us to accomplish
0: the goal. You've been around some of the best talent um, in the game. When you do evaluate this roster, and I know it's still early, what is that potential? Do you dare talk about that potential?
2: I think you have to be careful with that. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I'm still going through the evaluation process, but I also have to say as a fan, because I'm still a fan of football and a number of these guys, I've had an opportunity to evaluate when they came out of college. You can't help but be a fan of the young talent here. Now, I just gotta make sure that we're putting it together the right Mm -hmm. way and giving these guys the best opportunity to be successful. But that's a part of the evaluation process as well. So I gotta make sure that I go back and take a look at every position, Mm -hmm. making sure that I can have a set plan and put it together the right way for these particular players.
0: So we talk a lot about you taking over as offensive coordinator, but a big part of this job is your assistant head coach. Mm -hmm. What does that mean?
2: Well, it means a lot. And here's the thing, um, me and Coach Ron are still working through all the different (laughs) responsibilities that uh, he's going to give me. And I say this, and not that I'm dodging the question, it has been a whirlwind tour going from the Super Bowl to to the parade and coming out here for a number of days, flying back and then packing up an office of 10 years worth of stuff, which is good. But when you have 10 years worth of stuff, that could be a bad thing too. So there'll be a few boxes outside. So, but my job is to make sure that whatever Coach Ron has in store for me, it's gonna work out in a beneficial way.
0: You know, I've heard a lot of different stories on your coaching style. and how verbal and choice of words and the, you know, the alpha of alphas. I think so. um, it's just rumors. <laughs> <laughs> so how would you how would you describe that? Because uh, my understanding is is it, it can be intense and for a good reason.
2: Yeah. Well, a part of it is getting to know the, the, mm-hmm. the, the players, okay? And my job is to make sure that I'm continuing to develop the relationships. And so the way I like to term is that I coach hard But I coach fair Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be your biggest uh, advocate but on top of that okay I'm gonna be your harshest critic but nothing's coming from a personal attack one thing I'm attacking is attacking that particular issue that I think that you could have done a better job of and when we're being accountable to one another they'll know to learn that hey you know what I gotta be better in that particular situation. But there's a place and time for that. And you pick and choose your own moments, but sometimes it might just be like, hey, you can just look at a player and they'll look back. Yeah, coach, I screwed (laughs) that one up. And that's all that needs to be said.
0: (laughs) I'm looking forward to seeing that coaching style come to place as we do get into off season and training camp and and eventually next season as well. Um, You're a player. Do you remember your last touchdown?
2: That's a good question. (laughs) <laughs> you know what now as you say that was it against uh just yes, the Washington it was uh, yeah yeah it was. That was when I was playing in Philly <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about it that was Donovan's rookie year uh-huh yeah just
0: bring everything full circle wow. <laughs> all right thank you we appreciate your time we look thank forward you. to getting thank to know you over over the months to come
2: well, I appreciate it
0: thank all you. Right. Thank you
2: thank you thank you
0: for all your Commanders news and analysis, be sure to tune in to Command Center weeknights at 5 and 10 p.m. on NBC Sports Washington. You can also stream on YouTube and Commanders.com.